0: What do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Well, you get this podcast. We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast.
1: Hi, welcome to episode eight of Bossy Besties. And I am Brittany Cabuno and I'm here with our co-host, Melinda Ford. Hi, everybody. Here in Fort Myers, and when we walked in, it was 80 degrees, and I turned it down to a cool 70-something, and I'm just getting blasted with air. It's glorious.
0: Oh, that's the best. We went, I took my kids, well, I had to uh, go do some errands today, and I took my kids, and I was like, listen, we'll go grab a couple things, like, for school shopping. Like, not go crazy, because they're only going, like, two days a week in person, you know? But Mm the same thing like my car is black so like when it just sits in the heat it's just like an easy bake oven you know so like cruising down the road we got we finished shopping and we got in the car and i did the same thing i like blasted the ac i like turned it down to like you know like 59 or whatever like the lowest setting is on it and as i also got in the car i instantly like take this bra off that i've had on all day this strapless bra that's just like digging into my ribcage now at this point. And by ribcage, <laughs> I mean my folds. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got this, like, blaring AC, and it's very hot. It's, like, 90 degrees out. So, like, the cold air is, like, blasting at my face, but also the sun is, like, beating down into the windshield on my knees. So I'm, like, I've got, like, sweaty knees and hard nipples. Like, I've got both <laughs> – both ends of the spectrum going on at one point that I was like, I'm like, that sounds like an erotic novel, Sweaty Needs and Hard Nipples, like.
1: <laughs> it also sounds like flu season, depending on how you're listening to that. Yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So you're in Florida. How is it? You're down there visiting in-laws,
1: yes? Yes, I am. Uh, my parents, well, my in-laws haven't seen my baby since she was a baby now she's a toddler so they saw her Thanksgiving and now um she's had her first birthday and she's 16 months already so I came down here so they could get some good time in get to know each other again and I visited my my side family they live seven minutes from here um oh my that's aunt weird and cousin yeah um well, not my weird uncle who- but like a coincidence what a coinkydink! Yeah. Um, yeah, my aunt who was married to my uncle that passed away at the beginning of the COVID stuff, not from COVID. Um, I was like, I want to make sure I visit, and then when I looked up how close they were, I was like, we could walk there. So that's crazy. They got to meet the baby, and we got to you know reminisce about good times and all that. And um, on the way back, I was like, hey, I would love to do like a Dunkin' run for everybody. Dunkin' and, Donuts, better well, known as not was,
0: Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. But all those ounces, look at all the ounces you get. You're still going to go to sleep afterwards, but there's like so much liquid to drink. Um, <laughs> it's like a big gulp. Right. Of exactly. subpar coffee. Well, I tell everybody about the difference. Well, okay, so Duncan has, like, actual food items and such to choose from, but their coffee game is whizzy. They do Um, have good
0: food. I like their plant-based breakfast sandwich.
1: Okay. Um, I have never tried that. I I don't know why, actually, but I am like, oh, I'll get the turkey sausage um, power breakfast sandwich. That's okay. why I go there. And so I was like, well, if I'm doing a Dunkin' Run and if everybody wants like a donut or a sandwich, I'm going to get a sandwich too. Well, my hatred for Dunkin' lives on. Like, it doesn't matter what state you're in. They just, I don't know. They either have an attitude or they mess stuff up. And then when you're like trying to help them not mess up, then they're like rude about it. Like, don't tell me how to do my job. And it's like, but like your friends couldn't do it. So I thought maybe you'd be in that same training. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like in in line and I was like, I'm about to be like don't mess up my sandwich and my thing is i want american cheese not the white cheddar cheese that they put on it Uh, oh yeah you want crap all the way yeah well i don't even care i was raised (laughs) in america i want american cheese so i was about to go (laughs) i was gonna go up there and be like and on the power breakfast sandwich make sure it's american cheese i want it on my american breakfast sandwich and then they would probably be like, don't mess that up. She's probably local. She'll come back. She definitely
0: sounds like a Floridian.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I got cut off by some lady while I'm like doing the right thing and leaving a gap space for like through traffic and mm-hmm. like this multi-useful parking lot. And this lady with her windows like rolled all the way up, she's probably like 119, but preserved by all the chemicals of cigarettes. She literally had like a <laughs> two, two-inch ash going on the cigarette like art like it was just too much and she looks at me and she goes are you in line and I was like yeah thumbs up and then she sat there and blocked traffic waiting for this line to move (laughs) and then it was just like a battle of like waving her arm to be like keep going like you need to go around and get behind my car and she didn't and I just gave up on it and then somebody came to like go through traffic and he was just like looking at her he looked at me and I put my hands up like she's stupid and (laughs) I had to let her cut me because I was like this is just for the good of the people I suppose. Well, that's but like the, the time
0: same- that's like the time we were at that gas station back in the day. We <laughs> were yeah, and that that little old lady cut us off and you just like looked her dead in the eyes and you were like you just love being old, don't you? You just think you could do whatever you want. <laughs> like-
1: Cuz it's true. And I feel like one day I'll get there and I'll be like, yeah, I got that like be an ass pass. Yeah. Like- yeah, definitely. I've been on Earth this many years. I'll do whatever the F I want. Old people do whatever they want. And, like, you're supposed to just forgive it because either they're probably, like, not going to be around much longer or they have an ailment or all their friends are dead. Whatever. Yeah, it's like, like racism. <laughs> like, I have a middle finger for you, too, Grandma. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so I was just like, um don't I I didn't I didn't do my um, American cheese. I just said, Hey, on that order for Brittany, um, did you guys start it yet? And she was like, Yeah, it was done like twenty minutes ago. I was like, Oh <laughs> Well, I've been airline for like over twenty minutes for five cars. So like if you guys were like good at your jobs, it would have been like not twenty minutes ago, but cool. And yeah. I didn't say that either, but you know the inner dialogue has to be shared. Um, yeah. But I was just like, Okay, on the power breakfast sandwich." I selected american cheese but i know there's a glitch in your system because regularly it comes with the wrong cheese so like what's up can we make sure that's right and she was like it says multi-grain thin white cheddar and i said i am aware of what it probably says but i know what i clicked and i know what my phone says on the app and i'm not trying to be a jerk but like can we just You know, I was like, you can scrape that old cheese off. You can just give me a piece of cold cheese in the donuts bag. I don't really care. Just give me a piece of American cheese. okay? that's all I care about.
0: You're like, listen, I'm maintaining a level of composure and professional voice tone that will prevent me from having to use tiny hand and strong (laughs) words if you fuck up my breakfast sandwich. So please just take a second and look at it and double check.
1: Because my hand is currently stretched out and it will get very small and very quick and point at you a lot. Yes, exactly. I will post on our um, page, because I took a video of my tiny hand for somebody once, and I said, this is how tiny hand works. So I'll just find that video, and I'll post it on our page. Um, But yeah, so, you know, I'm just like, whatever. It's just like kind of a a personal vendetta they have against me, or like, it's just like, if you're in the service injury, you just have to get sinned on by others. But I mean... At least I don't have to stop going there because they just stand for hate and whatever else. Because I know you like. Oh, do you mean like Chick Fil A? Yeah, like you're you love. Well, you hate you hate Chick Fil A, but like you'll go to Hobby Lobby if it's serves no. your no. interests. No, stop it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I feel like I need to explain myself now. <laughs> I. Have, I take a moral high ground when it comes to boycotting companies that I knowingly am aware of what awful things that their owners do. So I refuse to eat Chick-fil-A. I won't do it. Like, I have friends that are gay and will eat Chick-fil-A because they don't they don't give two shits about it. They're like, it, it's so good. The chicken's so good. I don't care.
1: They're like, my one... You also have friends that take birth control that will eat Chick-fil-A.
0: Well, <laughs> so, you know, some people, they just, I, but I just won't do it. I won't do it. I'm, I'm like, they're like, oh, the service is impeccable and they're so nice. And I saw like a job listing for the salad maker at Chick-fil-A. He makes like, he or she, the salary is like thirty five dollars to $38,000 a year for a fucking salad maker at Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A like that is a wonderful thing that you are paying your employees a living wage but also if you know you're donating to groups that um, you know do conversion camps and hate on LGBTQ people like you you you're not balancing out your karma like I'm sorry you're not like I, I'm just not doing I'm not giving I can get chicken anywhere I can get I, their chicken's not that good that you can I can only find good chicken at Chick-fil-A like I, there are other options I can buy, like, the generic southern fried chicken at Sam's Club and cook it at home, and it's just the same.
1: Can I sidebar you real quick? Because I'm about to learn you on the fried chicken game through Okay, come on with it. Okay, so what had happened was I recently went to South Carolina, and I was like, all right, we're going to try some different chicken. And my husband was like, we'll try Zaxby's because, like, I've had it before. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, because not me. And so we tried Zaxby's and it was bottom barrel chicken. It was just like, I don't know, buying the chicken that's like with rib meat for 23 cents a pound or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, it was just like, I don't know. It was like tough. Like, and I don't know, like had those tendons. Like they didn't uh, take the tendon yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't yeah. right. It wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't right. It was like a hair above like the pink slime of chicken or whatever um and it wasn't like crunchy good so like there's nothing it brought nothing to the game so then ron and i did a comparison of chickens and what they have to offer so we're just gonna leave out like the lemonade iced tea situation because we're talking chicken and its side of fries Mm -hmm. or whatever um so coming up last was zaxby's but coming up first popeyes no i don't what Popeye's chicken is the shiznam. I don't agree. I love don't
0: get me wrong, I love Popeyes. I love Popeyes. I definitely don't think that it's the best fast food fried chicken.
1: There's too much breading on it. Well Well, these are the things these are the places that we put together and you can't speak on it, so. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying on my my list is not the <laughs> because same as you.
1: <laughs> It was between Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's, and Raisin Cane. Did you go
0: to Bojangles? I've never been to a Bojangles, but I hear that they have good fried chicken.
1: I have been to a Bojangles, but not recently. But when I did go, I remembered it being good, but I can't speak on it It, right it couldn't now. get
0: ranked in this new list.
1: Yeah, it's been too long. Um, I'm sure you're going to throw in. What? Where are you going to throw in? Uh, Willie's.
0: W- Willie's Chicken Shack in New Orleans was the best chicken. And there was one on, like, every corner down there. The pro...
1: Can you get it other places? Then um, I
0: don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's outside of Louisiana I'm or not. But it. it was by far the best fast food fried chicken I have ever had anywhere.
1: You're Googleizing it. Um, I'm I'm looking this up now. I gotta know. I'm, I'm going to Google University for this. <laughs> yeah,
0: Willie's Chicken Shack. Um, and the best thing about it was with was an I
1: or a Y. Uh, I
0: think it's I E. Hold on, I just had it. Because I always called it Willie Mays, and that's not what it is. It's just Willie's. Um,
1: we need a third person. We're taking applications. It's IE. Yeah, of it is, yeah, In the French Quarter, eight locations throughout the French Quarter. So we can't really put that in there because we're like, our podcast goes to more than just um, New Orleans. <laughs> um, so once again, you're out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll definitely give it a try when we do our um, double up uh, weekend or week or whatever vacation when we go to New Orleans. We'll just make that one of our first. Yeah, stops. and it's so
0: they had like boozy slushies and they play like good music, and it's kind of like um, it was like a place you could hang out at too down there. You know what I mean? Like it was cool. It, it was a good vibe, and the food was amazing. So. If you
1: put anything in New Orleans, yeah, it's be Yeah, probably,
0: probably. I fucking love New Orleans. You I want live there.
1: Yeah. It's a really nice place to not raise a family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's well, like... about the French Quarter, Do obviously. you really want kids with swamp ass 24-7? Oh or literal rats.
0: It. We were walking through the French Quarter one night and you just saw like rats as big as house cats running across the electrical lines. Like, that many feet in the air. I, it startled the crap out of me to see it. It's disgusting. Oh my. Super gross.
1: Um, okay, so... Oh, but we're... All Chinese food aside. Um... Oh. <laughs> Rat cat that was get it. Terrible. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Oh, we
0: were talking about but we were talking was, about moral high ground
1: boycotting. Yes, and and like the sidebar was simply only going to be that we raided these chicken places and everybody loves Chick fil A, but like the the true thing is that Chick fil A is like soft chicken. There's no crunch, it's just like softly breaded and their waffle fries are the only thing that are like great and their sauce selection is like an array so like you can just have all the sauces but their chicken quality it's good chicken but it's not great like fried chicken it's not great drive through because it's already pretty soggy and so popeyes yes they have more breading but they have like the crunch like oh, their yeah. sandwich has oh it their chicken on. sandwich is delicious got the crunch.
0: Yeah, for sure for sure
1: and even their breaded fries are good, but then they have all the other options of sides. But then... At Popeye's? Um, second was Raisin Cane's. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I like... Their, Popeye's their has... uh fries are really good. Red beans, yeah, and and red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. And like a Cajun rice. And a
1: Mac, I think. They had a macaroni and cheese. Um, I have never been to a but, yeah, Raisin cane, And the only thing I didn't like... Their spicy chicken sandwich is just their regular chicken sandwich with like a spicy sauce. Oh my on god, that on. sauce
0: is so hot it burns the outside of my lips. Like it burns my skin. Like it's not like I don't feel <laughs> like this. Like the hotness of the Popeyes chicken sandwich is like too hot to eat. But I eat it like a like I'm trying. Like I look like <laughs> Jamie Foxx used to have this char- this character on. I think it was in Living Color. Maybe. Maybe no. What was it? But in any case, it, he played this woman and he was always like showing his teeth like he kept his lips up. And that's how I feel like I eat that sandwich because I'm trying to not get that sauce on like the physical outside of
1: my mouth. That is fair. <laughs> I mean, it is a good sauce. But yeah, you don't want it burning off your skins. Um, but yeah, so it was just like Popeye's chicken was the shiznit. And then it was Raisin Cane's. But their fries are total trash because they're like those crinkle cut fries from school lunch. Terrible. Right. And they use a lot of styrofoam. That's my moral that high ground, is yours. okay? The styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> I hate styrofoam. It's terrible for the environment. You love to microwave meals. I stopped doing it.
0: Once you started giving me shit for it, I mean, unless there's like, you know, somebody has no sent it. Yeah, like there's no other options. Like I'm not. I I really. Once you put me down with, you know, it needs to stop, <laughs> I, I put a kibosh on it. I'm
1: just trying to save your life chemically. Um, and. Like the last, um, like I said, the last one was Zaxby's, but um, the moral high ground thing. So back to that, we were talking about you don't go to to Chick-fil-A because of what they got going on. And I
0: also, I don't go to Hobby Lobby, but there has been an exception that I catch so much shit for. So I don't go to Hobby Lobby because they're like these super crazy religious wing nuts that you know, they don't give their employees health insurance because they don't believe in birth control. And, you know, it's all this. And then and then, did you, I think actually we maybe loosely talked about this, but they had all these, like, stolen antiquities from, like, a lost city in Iraq. Like, they had bought, like, these million-dollar tablets from, like, one of the first, uh like, civilizations in the world. You know, these, like... You know, thousands upon thousands of year olds. of, And they had like two point some million dollars in in things like this in a warehouse like that had to be raided and they had to give like some of the shit back. And then they got all these fines. Did you hear about this?
1: Yeah, I brought it up on the um, girls chat because I had heard about it on an NPR um show on the radio, I think it was on like All Things Considered, and I was like I didn't know about this, and it's like years old it's yeah. been going on, and apparently this is like a regular thing, like it's not a regular thing like for Hobby love per se but it's a regular thing with these antiquities, like people just obtain them like, ma- like in a malicious way and then there's no way for you to like have them back so then it just has to be like out of the goodness of the people who now have acquired it sometimes not on purpose in a bad way but most of the time yes and once it gets found out um it's up to them whether or not they want to give it back because there's no law or anything in place to like force well
0: there is some sort of laws because i think the way they were smuggling them out of the country it was had a lot to do with like the unrest like the Iraq War and the Afghanistan War and things like that, that people were, there was like this wave of them being able to smuggle a lot of this stuff out of that area. And I think it is illegal the way that they obtained them, which was why they had to give them back and pay the fines because, not not to mention because it would belong to that country in general, but also because then there's, there was no way to for archaeologists and historians to document what was there, and then that helps them um, use it as a guide to identify other things that may be found. You know, oh, well, well, this looks like it came from this time period and this place because it's similar or it has the same, you know, transcribe or whatever. But I'm, I'm almost certain that there is... There is, you know, legal recourse for that stuff.
1: Um, yeah, and, but it doesn't generally go through, is I guess what I should have said. Because in the research that I did, because I found it, like, so interesting, um, it's because the artifacts don't have a paper trail. Right. So then it makes it hard for you to say, like, you have to give it back. So a lot of the times, that's what happens. Um, I was trying to look for the um, Wall Street Journal thing that I had read, but... I don't, I'm not logged in mm-hmm. right now. But,
0: yeah, the, but the owners of Hobby Lobby... So now I sound like a Basically, bum. they have, like, this big religious museum with, like, millions and millions of dollars worth of, quote-unquote, religious artifacts and, you know, this, that, and the other. So they were doing a bunch of shady shit, not to mention just I don't like their business practices. But I, at one point, like a year ago, I was looking for a certain type of shelf And I looked online. I looked in physical stores. I had looked for months for a shelf that I wanted. I couldn't find anything like the right size. And my husband (laughs) made me go in there. I say he made me. He can't make me do anything. I don't want to. But I was like – I begrudgingly (laughs) went in with him because he's like, I'm telling you, you're going to love this place. I'm like, I'm sure I will. That's why I don't want to go in there because then
1: if I – Did you have like a gift card or anything? Oh,
0: well, no. Here. So this was – this was the joke on me because I'm like, I don't want to go in there because if I love it, it's going to be hard, you know, then I know what I'm missing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So he makes me go in there. I'm pouting the whole time because I'm like, this place is amazing. They've got everything. And I'm like, just pissed. <laughs> I'm like sulking <laughs> around the store like this is dumb. I hate, I hate this place. Even though, like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh wait, it's everything that I want as a creator. Like I could get here, you know? So I, I, uh, and, of course, I end up finding exactly right. what I wanted in, in the shelf. So I'm like, fine, I'll buy this stupid fucking shelf. But I'm never coming back here ever again. Like, <laughs>
1: one time, that's it. Do you look at that shelf Yeah, every, every day? day.
0: It's literally across from my bed. It's, like, one of the first things I see when I wake up. <laughs> so then for my – it was either my birthday or our anniversary – Rich thinks he's the funniest motherfucker around. And he bought me a a gift card for Hobby Lobby for for my whatever holiday it was. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You think you're so funny? So I didn't use it. He
1: was just proving he listens when you talk.
0: (laughs) So I didn't use it for the longest time. It just like sat in the bottom of my purse. And then when I lost my job, (laughs) I was like, well, I need some more art supplies. And I guess... I guess I technically I'm not paying for it if I've got this stupid fucking gift
1: card.
0: (laughs) So twice, twice I've been in Um, Hobby Lobby twice, but fuck them. They don't treat people fairly. (laughs) Don't support companies that don't treat people fairly.
1: (laughs) No companies treat people. I know.
0: know. Well, Rich is so that was, that was another thing. So, you know, I was looking at, like, kind of our viewership for the podcast, right? Like, it shows us we can go back and see how many people have streamed it and from where and what apps and whatever, whatever. So I saw that we actually have, like, 200 and some streams from Ireland. And I was like, what? Like, that's so crazy and super cool also because, you know, I'm, like, touting my my Irish background and, you know, Rich has a little bit of an Irish mm-hmm. b- background and I was just, like, sitting, thinking about it one day. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, because my mom's last name, her maiden name was McWilliams. And then I know that we have some sort of, like, Pennsylvania Dutch heritage. But I'm like, I, I think it would be cool to take one of those, like, 23andMe tests. And they show you, like, what percentage mm. of your background is from where, you know. Now, Rich pretty much knows yeah. his. For the, Well, he knows some of it like because he has a, one side of his family he has a family member that is like a historian and has traced their lineage back to like his great great grandfather was like a a black man from england and came to this country and like he's got like the whole family tree for like four five six generations back like it's crazy and where, like, they, like, that side of his family, the black side, integrated with, like, the Native Americans in this country. Um, now his other side, of his dad's side of the family, now they were slaves, so they don't necessarily know exactly, nobody that, you know, we're familiar with knows has or has had the ability to, to trace, you know, their ancestry to a certain part of Africa or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Um, me, like, you know, the average white American is just, like, a crazy mutt mix of everything, you know? So I was right. like, oh, I I really think that would be cool to just kind of see, you know, and, but Rich, like, takes a very hard standpoint on, he thinks that those companies that do those are just selling your DNA to the feds.
1: Ha, <laughs> Uh, uh huh. So, his is because he doesn't want to get found out for all of his No,
0: questions. he's like, he th- just, th- I I think it's just like that he's got this conspiracy theory, like, uh, well, because he's like, you know, they solve all these cold cases because of DNA that's coming up in these tests, and they're tracing them to certain people, and da-da-da-da, and I'm like, yeah, but so, do you think they if they really wanted our DNA, they couldn't get it? Like... <laughs> I mean, and what are they going to do with And yeah. what are they going to do with it? Like, what are we out here really doing? You know, like.
1: First of all, you didn't say he doesn't perform crimes. So now. Well, that's what I said. Not, I said. I said, what are we out here he really doing? The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. Well, OK, so you had mentioned in our notes that you wanted to talk about this and how Rich was like against it. And like the selling of DNA and I was talking to my sister-in-law and she had bought a, one of these 23 andmes or whatever for her mom as a Christmas gift. Her mom was like, bowed it like, Oh, this would be so fun. And then come to find out that the aunt was like, you don't need to take that. We know where we come from. We know who our parents are. And so now, her, like, her mom's had it and just been sitting on it and hasn't done it because, like, sister, like, talked her out of it. Because some people just don't want to, like, find out anything different. I was like, oh, it's like, <laughs> it would be lovely to have people take it and then be like, everyone's part um, African-American. So then all these, like, racist people can be like,
0: I hate Listen, <laughs> that is so, like, a real thing. I know. Because we actually learned. So at the lap, my my husband's last family reunion we went to, um, we he was the guy who's, like, the historian of the family was telling us, like, you know, this whole Thomas name, there's not many Thomases that cannot trace back to our lineage in this county. He's like, you know, if, basically, Mm -hmm. if they have this last name, they're most likely related to us. And he was reading the paper one day, and there was an obituary of a woman, and as he's reading, you know, their... Her mother was this, that, and the other. You know, her mother and father, you know, sister, survived by. So he was like, that's a relative of mine. And I didn't know it because, you know, he could see through the lineage in the obituary. So he reached out to either their children or siblings or whomever was that was still alive in the area. And for years, they had all been going as white people. And he was like... No, like you're you're black. Like you, you you know, you may be mixed race, but I'm telling you like your lineage is is black.
1: And like they shut it down. They were super pissed like <laughs> not cool with it at all. I do remember you telling me that. I do remember the story now. And I couldn't place it when I was having that conversation with my sister-in-law. I was like, I feel like this is something I know has happened mm-hmm. to somebody. Mhm. But when we were talking about it i did look it up um ancestry declined to give law enforcement access to its dna database, oh, really? but 23andme they didn't give it to um law enforcement they were sharing it with pharmaceutical partnership <gasps> no way yes yes so 23andme um creates um a database for pharmaceutical um company called glaxco smith Mm and klein gsk and you know they're a pharmaceutical giant so they started a four-year partnership in 2018. so the way that 23andme is making money is they're charging us the regular person from home doing our swab um you know for that quick service and then you can do a health plus ancestry service for like an extra amount of like 199 and then you can do a vip health and ancestry service um for like 500 dollars and all the kits provide um ancestry and then trace information while specific um health things will give you like your predisposition carrier status wellness reports and then they sell all of that stuff over and make money second i don't trust that for a, um, a second well, and that's why I'm putting it out there because I feel like you should know, our listeners should know, like, just don't do 23andMe because until 2022, they're giving all your stuff to a pharmaceutical that's company. That's crazy.
0: Big Pharma is like the real evil geniuses of the world.
1: Mm-hmm. And they lost a bunch of uh, money in January of 2020. They reported a loss, and the woman who's in charge, Jill something, she was like, I think it might be because we can't be, because we lost the trust value in our product at Glasgow,
0: Smith Klein did. Um, the 23, oh, 23 and did. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't even realize they were doing that. I was just making a joke. Like that was the conspiracy theory.
1: I didn't realize they were sharing it with big pharma. Like, and it was like a revelation to me. And I was like, I can't wait to share. Well,
0: And not to know. mention like who even really know, like they can tell you you're predisposed to something. And, That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but they're really just trying to sell you drugs.
1: No one's ever trying to sell me drugs as much as everyone my whole life has told me (laughs) somebody would try to. No,
0: they used to tell us they would give them to us for free. (laughs) And we grew up and learned how you had to pay for those things.
1: (laughs) I know. I've I've never gotten a sampler.
0: (laughs) Nobody's ever drugged my Halloween candy, (laughs) goddammit.
1: Like when I thought I would need a razor blade, I didn't get a razor blade.
0: If anybody wants to pass out edible gummy bears at Halloween, I'm open to, you know, whatever you want to.
1: <laughs> gummy, 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 gummy in my little tummy. Um, uh, so to switch gears to our next topic, um, that song that you love and I hate. Oh, sp- Womp, speaking of out, DNA um, slopping. Recently. So WAP stands for
0: Wet Ass Pussy Or as Ben Shapiro calls it Wet
1: Ass (laughs) P-Word
0: Have you been following (laughs) him Flipping out about it?
1: Uh, No actually I have not I wasn't following anyone Flipping out about it But you know I wanted to comically stir the pot Because I've never been one For like the vulgar Um words in songs like I think I also recently have said uh the art is in the disguise for me like you can talk about whatever but just like just overly saying like wet ass pussy I'm just like "Mm, it's cringy for you you can't play that a lot of places it it is a little cringy for me just it's, it's not even cringy, it's just, like, off-putting, I guess. Like, I'm not like, oh, but I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. Like, I didn't really like that song Laffy Taffy either. Um, really? <laughs> I I just thought it was a shitty song, actually. Like, you girls are going for a long time, oh my god. It was god. so catchy. I know the words because it played so long, <laughs> and... Whatever, but I didn't love that. But, like, you know, I will tell you and sing to you every Salt and Pepper TLC. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like I'm against like women talking about things, but it's just like I appreciate the art of having to decode it if you're not actually listening to the song it's not like in your face but like if you have wet ass pussy playing in the background somewhere like there's no way you're ignoring that or not understanding what. well and
0: if i didn't know you which i do my instant rebuttal would be oh but what do you think about when men do it but i know that's not really the case you just you're not really up for like the vulgarity of it men or women
1: Right, it do, like I don't care. Like anybody can say it. I don't want to hear it unless it's a grandparent. Because oh, it's hilarious! Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm here for. It. I'm here for it all day long. I I loved little Kim back in the day. That's what when it came out, I'm like little Kim sitting somewhere with her overstretched cat face, clapping, so happy about this because <laughs> not looking. Oh, like Hunty, Kim at all. her plastic surgery is bad. It is bad. She's got that white woman pork face thing. Remember? Kim? <laughs> cat- <laughs> Cat <laughs> Kat Williams was talking about Michael Jackson having that white woman pork face. That's what K- Lil Kim has now. Mm-hmm. It's bad. She looks, but, but she was she was like the, one of the original like vulgar female rappers, you know. And I, listen, I I love it. I I like rap in general. I don't have a problem with the men doing it. I sure as hell don't have a problem with the women do it. And the video, like, like these women are amazing. They look amazing. Like, I find them to be talented in their, in you know, in the rap game, in their marketing, their are businesswomen, you know, I just, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all day long, and I think it's catchy, and I'll I'll pretend to twerk because God knows I can't do it the right way, but I'll do my white lady twerk in my living room when my kids aren't around to, <laughs> to the song all day long. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm like, you know what? Because I'm like, listen, I think that... To me, it's normalizing sexuality, and I think that that's okay. I'm, like, I'm, I'm such an advocate for, like, we shouldn't be ashamed of these things. So I'm, like, speak it. Get on out there. Men have been doing it for years. Keep on doing it. And the cool thing about it, like, their video, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the video, but they've they put a bunch of women in it that are up and coming. Well, mine is Kylie Jenner, but the Kylie Jenner was in it because – like, she was really nice to Cardi B, I guess. Like, invited them to, like, her daughter's birthday party and was super sweet. And, like, her baby's dad, Travis Scott, and Offset, which is Cardi B's husband, are close. So that's why she put her in there. Which, you know, whatever. People weren't happy about it. But but the other girls at the end of the video are up and coming Rappers and artists and YouTube stars that Cardi's liked. And I think that's really cool to see a woman supporting other women artists and like giving them a platform, like, because this thing went viral instantly when it dropped. And that gave those girls or women that much more notoriety that they probably wouldn't have had without that opportunity.
1: Well, and way to find a positive out of a right negative. <laughs> Negative ass song No Um That's awesome And I Have not seen the video I will Watch it on Silent Um (laughs) Well And the video's edited Like it's the
0: edited version Of the song too Which is It's So there's no words It's wet and gushy
1: It literally probably just says, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house, over and over again, and then it's just a bunch of pictures of women. Um, I love the art cover, or the cover oh, art. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was well, really it cool. It reminds you of BAPS. I was like, wow. Remember that movie,
0: BAPS? Yes!
1: Mm-hmm. I love BAPS. Yeah. Um, shout out to John Irwin. He's the king of BAPS. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so um we'll know if he's not listening now too little easter eggs for the people we don't know are listening <laughs> or are also i did tell rich to listen i was like there's some stuff in there and he obviously hasn't listened he he's, heard start- he's he told that, me he uh, started listening he told me he
0: started listening so he must i don't know how far i i know he's not far enough because he hasn't said anything yet so um
1: what else is going on in the news So, um, I guess I was recently talking about the shooting um, and murder of that five-year-old boy, um, Cannon, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Awful. It's so terrible. I mean, I never want to hear of anybody just getting shot. um, No, no, absolutely. Pretty pretty much for like any reason. Right and it when it's a little kid it's just even that much more terrible and like i guess it's it's sadder and more thought-provoking because they're so young and like innocent is the best way to put that um but then what i unfortunately have seen are people saying like what is the protest for this oh they're politicized they're they're
0: politicizing it
1: for racist reasons which is bullshit. It's insanity to me. It's complete bullshit. And I have just... I've been jobless for a long time now. And I have never... I, I've i never felt so much of a burn in my chest to speak out since these last couple years. Um, since my, like, 20s. About, like, basic human rights and different things that are like political and then not political or i mean everything's political at this point but you know what i'm saying well everything's
0: being taken political yeah
1: yeah but like i'll I'll talk about the president stuff and i remember like years and years ago me and my stepdad going back and forth about like republican versus democrat and now just basic human rights are like a, a thing that we are Arguing about well, online. yeah, because I think and it's so not people- we're not
0: arguing about politics anymore, we're not talking about budgets or you know, policy. We're talking like the things that we're arguing about are basic human fucking rights, like get the kids out of cages, stop letting police get away with murdering innocent black people. Like, there, these are human rights that we are talking about. Stop letting jobs and schools and businesses discriminate against people who are in the lgbt lgbtqia community like stop that's these are the things that we're arguing about we're not even arguing about politics we should we shouldn't be arguing about human rights those should be the cut and dry issues don't treat people like shit like point blank period okay now let's talk about where we're going to put the Mm -hmm. budget for next year you want to argue about that we can argue about that but why are we arguing over treating people like people
1: People just don't look at people like they're people anymore. That's the problem. People look at people like they're pawns in a debate or an alternative argument, and it just becomes a completely different conversation. You can't ask some uh, ask a question to anybody without them bringing in a different oh, yeah. agenda. It can never just be the answer. So I have definitely posted some thought-provoking things. I will say I comically did post about WAP. Um, previously saying like you know this is a vulgar song yeah i don't like it um which is like i mean i think you posted on there like you're old yeah (laughs) are you up too late go to bed you're old (laughs) um so i i did post um something a while back just saying like convince me on why i should vote for trump and i want facts i do not want to hear about big business or or big balls um yeah that's he has balls and he can successfully run a business like prove that to well, me his too. bankruptcy record so is i asked that question
0: strongly disapproves with that
1: <laughs> yes he can walk you through 7 and 11 <clears throat> um so i just i had asked that question before and then with everything going on you know i was like the murder of this boy is terrible and that is not debatable but for those of you asking where the protests are, it seems you'd be the protester. What would you be protesting? And to find out that people don't even understand what protests are right. for is kind of right. what happened. The
0: only, the only thing I've heard, like, the I- only like valid thing that I heard was somebody saying like, "Well, how come nobody's talking about it on the news?" Well, because um, unfortunately, do you know how many people are killed every day by gun violence in this country? way too fucking many
1: and the protest would be for census gun violence so then the protest would be for there to be better um, screening processes for people Exactly. That guns. That's what your
0: protest should be about. If you wanted to protest, you're protesting for that
1: reason. But everybody's it- or you can protest for an eye for an eye law. Like if you kill somebody with a gun then they get then the um, Capital punishment in play, or whatever, because I feel like that's where a lot of people go with their heart and um, soul. When like a kid gets killed, they feel like as a parent, now they're like, I would want that guy dead. I don't want him just to rot in jail. I want him dead. So then that would be what you'd be protesting. But everybody's like, oh, the media bias. But when you said, um, you know, it it hasn't had attention. It was mentioned. It was announced. A story was run, and the story was is over because the killer was the killer is already in jail. The killer is already with no bond. The killer is already charged with murder, um, charged with murder. So there's, there's no, like the killer is still in the streets and there's a manhunt for this person or, Oh, we know who the killer is, but we're like, just going to put him on administrative leave, you know, like, right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Like it's been what, I mean, we're at a hundred and almost 160 days since Breonna Taylor was murdered in her home. And nobody has, faced any responsibility for that. We haven't arrested the cops who have done it. There's been no charges on the people that put the, you know, order out. Like, nothing. The only people that were arrested were and the... when people put say his name... Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag say his name. Like, like you're negating boy, You that. are just, like, putting a blanket over the, an actual issue that's a problem in this world. Like, and, and, and oh, I've seen... I, I'm not even kidding you. There was people I saw like hashtag white lives matter and I'm like, I want to find out where you live and come punch you right in the throat. Like, you're garbage. You're total garbage. Like you are using this awful, awful tragedy of this young boy losing his life to just basically say that you're racist. Just say you're racist. Like, don't use this boy's death as your platform to do it. Just say I'm racist. Like, just say, I don't care about black people that are killed, you know, innocent black people that are killed by uh, police because I don't care about black people. Don't say justice for Cannon or say his name because he's going to get his justice.
1: Right. And I, uh, like... I just can't stand how this has all been going, and one of the things that have been brought up is how people are fighting with um, family members or getting into arguments and ending like relationships or discontinuing contact with people over this kind of stuff. But I fear that if you're going to take a stand on something and you can't you can't legitimize the way you feel or you you just say oh just because, then you shouldn't have opened your mouth in the first place. And um, that like brings me to my like big thought for this episode and it's just critical thinking is important um i don't think it's stirring the pot to ask the well maybe it is stirring the pot but stirring the pot's not always a bad Agreed. thing um and you know people jump to memes and reposting the thoughts of others as they agree with them but can't back up what they're posting or say Mm -hmm. they believe in and critical thinking is something that you learn in school and it shouldn't have ended when you stop structurized learning you should practice it every day that's why asking these questions and being able to answer why five times after you say something should be easy for you because you should be coherent in your thoughts and your reasoning and why so before you say something know something and you're opinion isn't going to be wrong it can be questioned though and sometimes your opinion is just oh wrong.
0: absolutely here's my thing and everybody wants to be so quick to say oh political correctness has gone too far we're, we're so far on the other deep end we are so afraid to walk around and offend people everything I say is offensive blah 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 here's my thing I think the greatest thing that we can do as human beings is to be able to listen, learn, and change our behavior. I can tell you right now, like I don't have a racist bone in my body. Like I, I'm, I love all people, you know, color, creed, religion, whatever. I love everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that mean that in my life I haven't said something that was racist? I, I know I have. I know I can sit here and think back on something that I said that I now know was insensitive or was ignorant or you know something that i didn't understand you know was going to hurt somebody but through my life the more people i meet the more experiences that i have i learned i changed my behavior i've apologized and i think that that is the best thing that we can do don't be afraid oh i can't say anything cuz i'm going to offend somebody no say what you want to say And then when somebody corrects you on it or explains to you why what you said was wrong or offensive, listen to it, know not to repeat it, and move on with your life. Because that's the most intelligent thing a human can do. Less, like, listen, learn, and move on, you know? Change your behavior, and that's okay.
1: And it's okay to keep growing, I mean nose and your feet always grow. So can your opinions, your hearts and your brain. You just have to want to have them grow. Agreed. Totally agree. Um, one last thing, um, before we wrap it up today, um, unfortunately related to the death of a child, a story that we've heard of, um, is about a four and a half year old girl. Her name is Milena Michelle Edenfield, and there is a foundation. You can find it on Facebook. Um, this young girl passed away in the end of the month of June. And she was diagnosed with a brain tumor and it's a rare terminal brain tumor. She was unable to fight it. And so a foundation has been put together for it. So if you feel like you want to donate a couple dollars to this foundation and they're looking for treatments and cures for this, because at this time it is um, something that cannot be battled, please go on Facebook the Milena michelle edinfield foundation Milena is m-e-l-i-n-a i I think we could put a link to it on our facebook page too absolutely um that's all i have for today just uh if you're gonna stir the pot do it for a good reason and know what you're talking about for the love of lamps
0: (laughs) we love you all thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our page tell your
1: friends about us and join us next week WAP is what about people now don't forget it (laughs)